Hello, Podlers. Thank you ever so much for downloading. It really is lovely having you on board. Coming up, my sexy pickle saga continues. Because let me tell you, Mrs. Elswood got banged. More on that, unfortunately, and plenty more besides. Enjoy the show. Brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Good morning. It's your Tuesday, which means the bank holiday weekend, Easter bank holiday weekend, has gone before us. And let me be the first to say it was exactly the same as every other day for the last three <laughs> weeks. <laughs> yeah, just a bit more chocolatey, I suppose. Yeah. Slightly more chocolatey. I'm going to get have more on my chocolate consumption a little later in the show. But um, let me first of all say good morning to you, Matt. Um, how was your chocolate consumption? Um, mine wasn't too bad, but yeah, the kids were eating them for breakfast. They didn't actually have any breakfast, they just had a whole chocolate egg. Which I remember doing myself, but still seems a bit odd to me, and it makes me feel a bit sick just watching it happen. Yeah, I can imagine. Are the, are the next generation, and I, I mean your children in that, are your next generation fans of the Easter egg mug? Are they, are they looking forward to having a crunchy cup? Yeah, Maggie actually has got uh, an Easter egg mug that I put in the dishwasher last night, and she said, where's my mug? Don't wash it, don't wash it. Uh, I haven't finished using it for whatever she was doing with it, so I had to take it out of the dishwasher, and it's now on the side in the kitchen. So, yes, they do like mugs, but I was never into mugs at Easter when I was a child. No, I mean, when we moved house, which was about a year ago now, Sarah J made me have a massive mug cull, and a lot of the oh Easter egg God, ones same. had to go. Did you, what, when you moved into your new house, Katie made yeah. you get rid of all your mugs? Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Had, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I had a Yorkie and a Kit Kat one, <laughs> and oh. I had them. I'd had wow. them since, uh, since, since I was at uni. I'd, I'd had them for 12 years. They were in pristine condition. As far as I'm concerned, they'll be worth a lot one day. No, but I had to do this as the, well. The it's because boys have horrible, horrible, disgusting student mugs that you can't have in a grown-up uh, yes. house. Yeah, yeah. So I think Katie's on a similar line. I got all, for all my fun mugs have gone. They're not on display. You know, like my old uh, C-Fact score lines from famous football matches no. mugs. You can't see that. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're not on display like in our that. kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to barter with Sarah Jane, which meant I was allowed to keep... Uh, my mum and dad bought them for me, so I kind of went straight fifth heartstrings. But the mugs went, but I was allowed to keep the four um, ceramic coasters that display uh, Cholton Athletic's uh, FA Cup exploits over the yes, past good. 70 years. So I've, I've got those. Anyway, you know, hashtag pray for the mugs. <laughs> It's a Tuesday morning, and as we embark on another, inverted commas, working week, uh, not all of us will be working, and those that are are doing a fine job, it is time to find out what the first thought is that popped into your minds. Get in touch across the Absolute Radio socials. Cindy's got in touch, saying every odd number has an E in it. And now I don't know if that's true. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And some yeah. of the some of the even ones as well. You know, you've got you've got your classic. You've got your eight, um, yeah. and, then, and then that's it. Ten, <laughs> twelve, Tens, yeah. <laughs> yeah. eleven. So, oh, most yeah. numbers have e's in them. Yeah, is isn't, isn't yeah. e yeah, the yeah. most commonly occurring number in the alphabet? So, like, chances are it, it will. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. not into not four, interesting though. a fact, though, is it? Really? Mm. But thanks for trying, though. Thanks for trying. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it was Cindy's first thought. I, I just like the idea yeah. of her sitting bolt upright, at, you know, at yeah, like yeah. six o'clock this morning. Like, <laughs> like on the plane, like on the plane in Home Alone. <laughs> Kevin! Yeah, yeah. 
What about the even numbers? Okay, you're right, Glenn. There's eight and twelve, Emma. Thank you, thank you. Um, Darren says the object of golf is to play the least amount of golf. Um, we've had this one before a couple of years ago, Darren. You're absolutely right. Uh, the object of golf mm. is to play as less golf as you possibly can because yeah. obviously you've got to get it in the little hole as fast mm. as you possibly it's, can. It's so weird because all the, all the other sports, it's strange with like football and stuff because it is, it is a competition of who can stay at work longest. Isn't it? Yeah. Like with the World Cup and stuff like Stamina. that. Like if you, yeah. like yeah, if you lose the first three matches, you get to go home. You get to not be at work anymore. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. why you've got to be passionate about your sport. I suppose. Yeah. Um, like, oh, can you imagine if a country, if, if a sportsman had the audacity, a sports person had the audacity to kind of go, oh, thank God that's over. That's giving me an extra week's holiday. Um, yeah. Elaine I think that was says, the with England's golden generation, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, sucks. Oh, I mean, topical. Sure, sure. Topical if you like BT Sport. Oh. Look, we're all living really sticking it to the past at the moment. Come on. <laughs> That's another thing Sarah-Jane can't get head around by watching so much old sports. Oh, yeah, did you watch oh, the uh, We watched Italian, Italian 90. 90 yeah. yeah, it was yeah. so good, wasn't it? Great. <laughs> it's so weird because it, there's, a really, there's a really dumb part of me where as I'm watching it, I'm like... Maybe it will turn out differently. This could be like yeah. maybe you know what? Yeah, I don't know why. I just feel like there's, but it's not yeah. like watching. Stuart Pierce is going to score this time. Oh. I've watched this yeah. a million times. He's going to get this one. He's definitely going to get this Hill's time. Jimmy Hill specs won't be as big this time. <laughs> oh no, they're not. still massive. Um, thank you to Darren. Thank you for Cindy. Please keep your first thoughts coming across the Absolute Radio socials. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where I'm intrigued by your first thoughts. So uh, let's turn our attention to the team yours keep coming and i'm grateful for them but matt dyson what was your first thought this morning i don't miss sleeping in the shed is what i <laughs> thought as i woke because uh, uh, i spent saturday night sleeping in the shed i've not been dragged in you've been dragged in by the family <laughs> Yeah, no, I've not had a breakdown. I'm not no, falling just, out. Just my reminiscing wife. about his childhood. <laughs> just we have what we've done to try and create some kind of difference in our lives and the children's lives, uh, some some sort of home from home. Is our Wix summer house? We've converted into a glamping pod by putting a blow up mattress in there and uh, some sheets and stuff. So me and the girls slept in the shed on Saturday night to sort of feel like we've had a break away from the house, you know, like we've been on holiday, even though we haven't left our house. Um, and it was okay, it was great. We watched Frozen 2 and then we had a lovely time, but it was freezing at night, so I don't really miss that. So you, you were Frozen too. I was indeed, Glenn, yes. Oh, excellent. Very good. Uh, Glenn, on that note, what was your first thought this morning, my friend? I've been conned. I've been conned. I, d- I didn't think that Common was still operating at a time like this, but um, as, as as you're aware, I got a jigsaw last week. Cats in the kitchen. <laughs> and a silver spoon. Yeah, my... I still don't understand that reference. Is that a No, song? me neither, and I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up. Cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Cats in the cradle oh, okay. and the silver spoon oh, okay. is a song Ugly by Kid Ugly Joe. Kid Joe. <laughs> um, right. Boy Blue and the Man on the Moon. There That's you go. Uh, so <laughs> when you say cats in the kitchen and a silver spoon, uh, it just it sounded like a song from the 90s. That right, okay. That's, that's been it. bugging me for about a week. Um, thank it, you both for being so polite. And as you know, <laughs> if you're ever confused, just ask. 
It's no problem. Uh, so what happened? So you've been conned with cats in the kitchen. It was about yeah, dogs so in the living room instead. So, so <laughs> the, the living room floor is completely awash with these with these pieces. We have to tread carefully everywhere we go. And we've made a start on the jigsaw. And we've been finding it really, really difficult. Um, and the box has been giving very little help at all. And we managed to get a few runs of pieces together, and we put it together, and it was. It, it, we managed to. We realised that what we'd put together was a picture of a dog, um, oh, and then we found pieces that. Are do- yeah, and we've been given the wrong jigsaw. Oh no! Um, are we? Yeah, we've got. Uh, uh, genuinely, it's. We would on the box. It says cats in the cradle, and we've got dogs in the dining room. Wow. wow that's like going to take you ages. A, we have a picture of dogs in a dining room. I can't believe it. It's got nothing to do with the box, so we're finding it impossible. Um, yeah, I want my oh, money back. Excellent. Fair play well, to that charity shop, eh? That was a great <laughs> and also, if anybody listening right now is trying to put together dogs in the living room and is struggling, yeah. get in touch. <laughs> we could swap yeah. and bring joy to millions around happen. the world. Uh, Emma, what's your first thought today? Um, I thought, do I have a manly voice? Um, I had to get on the phone to uh, a utility company over the weekend because we had a problem with our gas. And uh, the guy over the phone called me Sir. Oh, no, it's not oh. It's not you, it's him. Yeah. It's not on him. He panicked. And it's like sometimes when you wake up in the morning, you know, your voice hasn't warmed up yet. But, uh, yeah, I don't, really, I don't know what to do about that. But you're, you're, I think my voice is that. my job as well. No, it's, you do uh, use you, that no. voice... You do use that voice-altering software for anonymity as well, so it is often difficult <laughs> to <Yeah>. tell. <laughs> I'll make sure to do my vocal warm-ups before I speak to the gas em- next time. Emma's going to be voiced by an actor from now on in. Um, <laughs> you're, you're, the one, you're one of the she's nation's gonna most... In silhouette. She's going to be filmed. She's doing it all in silhouette, not what we can see her. It's like Andy McNabb. You never know what Emma looks like. <laughs> so anyway, the boiler stopped working last night. <laughs> Emma is not my real name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, your first thoughts, please keep them coming across the Absolute Radio socials. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's a Tuesday morning and fresh from the bank holiday weekend, it is time for Matt Dyson to socially arm us all. Matt, what's going on in social ammunition this morning? More strange things to come from the coronavirus crisis over the weekend, uh, uh, starting with a town in Derbyshire called Belper, which has uh, a unique way of uh, creating a sort of spirit and lightening the mood in the town every week uh, at 6.30. Every evening, in fact, they gather on their doorsteps and instead of like doing a clap for the NHS or something like that, uh, they do a two-minute cattle chorus where they make mooing sounds every night. This is what they do in Belper to pass the time. They all stand on their doorsteps and moo like cows. We can hear some of them now. Moo! Stay safe, Belper. Moo! It's a bit wicker, man, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, it's made me realise that cows cows sound quite haunted, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you changed that M for a B. You got yourself a ghost, my friend. That's a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they also they announce it in the supermarket every night as well. But uh, Belper's quite a strange town, actually. Just reading up on a, a little bit of research on the town, they they once had a Mr. Potato Head statue uh, that they had to get rid of because it was described as hideous by local councillors. It was given to them by its American twin town, Portucket in Rhode Island. 
um, where it was where the Mr. Potato Head statue was born, and it was in the town for ages, but they had to get rid of it because it was ju- deemed an eyesore. Uh, so that's uh, one way of getting over that is by mooing, collectively mooing. So well done, Belper. <laughs> and the other the other big story, which is quite amazing, I think it was on the uh, BBC News at ten on Sunday night. Um, people were watching uh, just the normal coverage of the crisis and there was a, a vox pop of people on Hastings Beach talking about how deserted it was and one of them, one of the characters that was interviewed appeared to be Sanjay from EastEnders and on closer inspection <laughs> it turns out it really was Sanjay from EastEnders who happened to be on the beach at Hastings doing his daily exercise when he was interviewed by uh, BBC News reporter Dan Johnson who has confirmed it was indeed the actor who played Sanjay, uh, the wife of Geeta of course from EastEnders back in the day and he just happened to be there, Deepak Verma and so he was involved in the coverage of the BBC News story with no one mentioning oh look it's Sanjay from EastEnders <laughs> this, I'm this glad you got to clear years ago in even more bizarre circumstances when it was like part of a Vox Pop in London and um, they didn't realise they got Fonzie from Happy Days as part of this. <laughs> Henry oh, Winkler. Yes. Never, it, yeah, it was yeah, like a 70 year old Henry Winkler and so they didn't yeah. recognise him. But everyone on TV was like, that's the Fonz! <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Because he's, he's, he he's always on at Wimbledon Theatre, I think, doing Panto and I think he was doing Panto at the time and they just thought he was just some old American guy. So they interviewed him. I, I saw an amazing one where a BBC journalist was interviewing uh, old people about an old Liverpool game in, in Liverpool and the person they stopped to talk to happened to be the goalkeeper who played in the actual match wow unbelievable yeah. <laughs> unbelievable anyway there you go two positives to come from this global pandemic people mooing like cows in Derbyshire Sanjay from EastEnders being tracked down to the beach in Hastings you'll be talking about it later and we've saved your data it's your Tuesday morning, and as always on a Tuesday, I've been intrigued by your first thoughts in this opening hour of the show, and you have been sending them in in your hundreds. Thank you for doing so. Here's a selection of my favourite, most thought-provoking first thoughts. Kevin says, your belly button is your old mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, 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 there you go. <laughs> uh, that wasn't anything to do with the delay because of the technology. That was just us thinking it through and then <laughs> the true well, horror yeah. of it coming to the front of our minds. Thanks for that, Kev. Dave, your fingers have fingerprints, but your toes don't have toe tips, yet you can tiptoe, but not fingertip, says Gary. Quarantine shower thought of the day from Cam is do pigeons now think humans are extinct? (laughs) 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 Don't see a lot of us about anymore, that's for sure. And Nigel says, Dave, I've been listening since the beginning of the show this morning and you have me thinking, I have got a very old mug at home. Do you think we have too much trust in mug handles? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's so much yeah. that could go wrong. There is so much. Oh, we should always have two handles, like a, a toddler, a backup, a sippy cup. Yeah, there's no. I don't know why you grow out of that. There's no. There's nothing gained. Yeah, yeah. it just—it's just, almost like you're just showing off, isn't it? It's like, all right, yeah. mate. You've yeah, yeah. got one mug handle, yeah, whatever. Like big, big cycling deal. with no hands, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I yeah. oh God, I hate those people. But, anyway, uh, thank you, Nigel, for tuning to the show, and thank you, everybody, for your first thoughts. 
The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Tuesday morning. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. I hope you enjoyed your Easter weekend. Um, Emma, I know you're currently gnawing away at the remainder of your Easter egg whilst you broadcast to the nation, which is really... Yes, I am. Um, Glenn, what was your chocolate consumption like over the Easter weekend? Um, It was one egg, one whole egg. Um, but I'm I'm really helping my girlfriend with with her. Uh, oh, you're such she's, a great got, guy. Well, I, yeah, as I, I thought it was generous. I tried to put on like an egg hunt on Easter Sunday, but I realized uh, as soon as I woke up that we don't really have enough furniture to hide stuff behind. Uh, so I was just panicking in the living room, just putting it just in the corner. Um, and the, it was the most visible egg hunt, I think, that's ever been ever been put on. I, I saw this on Katie's Instagram, rubbish. and my favorite one mm. was when you, um, you put a load of lint eggs in the pestle and mortar. Like they were going to be just <laughs> yeah. I just up eventually I just opened a bag of lint eggs and just poured them in because it was like I don't, there's nowhere else to put these things. It was like trying to play hide and seek on like a football pitch. It was no, there was nowhere, <laughs> nowhere to hide this stuff. Well, but in answer by, to your question, can, one egg, one egg. Well, the festivities in your house <laughs> far outdo my own because I had you know that the cho- my chocolate consumption across the whole entire Easter weekend was one single Malteser. But I don't mind because let me tell you, Mrs. Elswood got banged. I was boshing <laughs> back those pickles. I, I, I can't tell you. I've got two jars from the shop, right? And there, there's the whole gherkins. That's, you know, that's Mrs. Elswood's classic form. And then there's the sliced gherkins, which I'm just sticking the fork into oh, her once yeah. again. Um, and I received this email from Ali. And she says, hi, Dave. I caught your show the last couple of Thursdays on my way to work. I don't know if you're aware of the pickle juice drink. Pickleback, uh, uh, which is essentially a <laughs> shot of bourbon, preferably Buffalo mm. Trace, followed by the pickle juice liquid shot, usually the great Mrs. Elswood. My Ooh. husband swears it is one of the best stomach settlers in alcoholic form. Sounds dreadful, but apparently it's very good. Give it a go. <laughs> so I've had one. I had one in New York in November. It was absolutely revolting. It was one of the uh. worst most unpleasant it was so intense because you don't, it only hits you afterwards that you go I've just, that's that's been around a pickle for ages it's just brine <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, yeah I mean I was yeah. I thought you were going to have a go at the bourbon of, of this that's the bit that doesn't work for me but shots <laughs> yeah. of shots of Mrs. Elswood pure Elswood you're fine pure. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't just any pickle juice this is pure Elswood do you know what the worst thing about this is is because we're all at home and because of the what's going on in the world right now normally surely Mrs Elswood would have sent about 40 crates of gherkins and pickles to to the studio and I'm just wasting I'm wasting the this is normally the preserve pardon the pun of you this is where you do I can't believe it I can't believe it hopefully they'll all be waiting for us when we get back to the studio because they won't go off it's perfect isn't it perfectly preserved in brine it's yeah, like and dinosaurs you... in Jurassic Park, they're an amber. They're, they're, they're going to be there for yeah. millions and millions of it's years. It's great. And just if anyone thought that I was maybe losing it, oh no, when I'm broadcasting from home in self isolation, I choose to blag something that won't go off. What a guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> clever, clever. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's Tuesday morning, um, so it's the day after the bank holiday weekend. And for most people up and down and across the UK, we had a glorious Saturday. Here in London, where I live, it was 25 degrees. And last week on the show, Emma and I were joking about her sunbathing on her driveway. That was just a joke. But I think we maybe affected more people than we had hoped, Emma. Because I could not believe the places that people sunbathed on that Saturday as I oh, looked really? out of my window. It was, 
there were bits of people's houses that I hadn't even really taken because because my house is at the end of the road where I look down through Evie's room it looks into everybody's back gardens and a lot of the houses are made into flats but people were like clambering out of their windows and bringing like their duvets with them and creating these spaces to sunbathe there were people like laying out like in the street on the pavement yeah Um, I've seen a lot of people laying uh, kind of like on windowsills as well kind of half in half out the, the half in, half out stuff. It was horror. It was horror. It was like a scene from a horror movie. When I opened the blinds in Evie's room and looked out, there's just all these half bodies scattered everywhere, <laughs> um, up and down the road. Um, but I suppose well done on kind of staying in, everybody. That's the message here. Well done on staying in, and that leads me nicely on to the Front Room Festival. It is UK Radio's first ever virtual music festival because we're all missing gigs. It happened yesterday on Bank Holiday Monday. We'll tell you how you can enjoy what went on next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where I'm so proud of all of my colleagues at this station because in just under a week, we created a world-class lineup for a virtual event that celebrates live music in a world of self-isolation. Performing, we had Snow Patrol, Elbow, The Lightning Seeds, The Cortinas, Blossoms, Katie Tunstall, Tom Walker, Declan McKenna, Mystery Jets, Badly Drawn Boy and Codaline. They all performed in their living rooms and you were able to watch them and hear them in yours. Now, if you missed any of those names, you can see them all over again on the Absolute Radio socials on our Facebook page and our Twitter. And you can hear the performances again on the Absolute Radio app. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Tuesday morning, and I think it's about time we did this. Five words. Five grand. Absolute Radio with Wix. Yes, five words, five grand. Radio's easiest game to play, but the hardest one to win. And given it a go right now, online one, we have Sarah. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning, Dave. Welcome to the show. How are you doing in these difficult times? Is everything okay? Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Just catching up with things that I wouldn't normally catch up with. I'm usually out every night and uh, doing karate, churches, gym. I'm never in and now I'm in. I'm just catching up with all the bits and pieces. Well, Sarah, that's a good outlook to have because, you know, there's a lot of kind of night owls out there. There's a lot of people who are active. I mean, I know, and I hope you, I won't give too much away, but one of your email addresses contains the words Weatherspoons. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I know that you, you like to go out, um, <laughs> unless, of course, you're an employee, which I don't think you are. Um, so it's, it's great that you're, you're turning your mind to cracking on in the house, and it's great having you on the show. Uh, my next question to you is, which member of the team would you most like to play alongside? Do you know what? They're so good, all of them, and I wouldn't mind. I'm, is it the generator? Would the, would the generator like to pick it for me? It certainly would. In that case, let's spin the random player generator. Five words, five grand. Player generator. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Free choice. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Sarah, the random player generator has landed on Matt Dyson. That's who you're going to be playing alongside this morning, which means, Matt, can I ask you to sling your hook for two minutes, please, my friend? you certainly can. (laughs) Good luck, Sarah. Thank you so much, Matt. Okay, Sarah, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to give you five words. You say the first word that comes to mind. We'll give Matt Dyson the same five words. And if all five words match, you're going to win £5,000. And that buys you a lot of weather spoons. So... Good luck. <laughs> a few pints anyway. <laughs> yeah. Some bangers okay, you, and mash. 
all the curry club you could ever want with £5,000. Right, okay, here we go. Your first word this morning is walk, W-A-L-K, walk. Talk. Hair. Line. Light. Bulb. Video. Star. And finally, wind, W-I-N-D, wind. Gust. Sarah, thank you very much indeed for your five words. Stay right there. We'll get Matt Dyson on next. Five words, five grand. Absolute radio. Five words, five grand. Absolute radio. With Wicks. You join us on your Tuesday morning and we are five wording, five granding. Sarah has given us a five words. Matt Dyson is back in his dining room and ready to play. Good luck to you both. Let's give away that money, shall we? The first time we would have done it to someone in self-isolation. And the first word this morning, Matt, is walk. W-A-L-K. Run. Oh. (laughs) We had talk. Sarah went for walk, talk. Walk and talk. Oh, run before you walk. Oh, right. Oh, no. Sorry, Sorry, Sarah. Sarah, You've not won five grand today. Sorry. Matt Dyson, what would you say for hair? Dresses. What have you got for light? Sabre. (laughs) (laughs) Bulb. The answer is bulb. Video. Game. Star. And finally, wind. (laughs) Video killed the radio star. (laughs) Sorry, what's the last word? Wind. Sock. I've Gus. never got that in a million years. No, yeah. Sarah, no. It's uh, on it this a Tuesday steak night as well. Such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sarah, it's been lovely having you on the show. Uh, stay busy. We'll speak to you real soon. Thanks so much for tuning in. Take care. Thank you so much for letting me take part. Oh, well, thank you. That's very sweet of you to say. Um, that, of course, means we'll be playing five words, five grand again tomorrow. If you want to play, email me, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. So Sarah didn't win the money this time. As I say, that means we're going to be playing five words, five grand again tomorrow. If you want to play or you want to contact us about anything you like, it is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And coming up next, well, it is time for six degrees of national days as we celebrate National Dolphin Day. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where you join us on National Dolphin Day, a chance for us all to recognise, celebrate and learn about one of the most social and intelligent mammals of the water. So that's degree number one. Degree number two, if you killed a dolphin during the time of ancient Greece, it was considered sacrilegious and was punishable by death. An example of a modern day act that is considered sacrilegious is when you put the milk in before the tea. Don't blame me, I don't make the rules. Since the 18th century, the United Kingdom has been one of the world's greatest tea consumers with an average annual tea supply of 10 kilograms per person. Number five, that statistic I just told you about tea consumption being an average of 10 kilograms per person, that's entirely made up. It's actually two kilograms per person, but I bet you believed it. And so we come to the final degree of separation on National Dolphin Day. What a day. I'm asking you, what's true about you, but sounds made up? So 
It should be a total fabrication, a lie, a porky, but no, tis true. Let me know across the Absolute Radio socials and I will get the ball rolling. <laughs> Three years ago, thanks to Ladbrooks, I was 66 to 1 to be named the next actor to play James Bond. <laughs> yeah. What? No yeah. way. Ladbrooks, it's true. It should be made up and it's the kind of thing I would make up about myself on this show. You know that. But it's true. I was 66 to 1 to be the next Bond. The evening standard... Uh, even went as far as getting a picture of me in a tuxedo at some awards do on the red carpet and did a big headline that said, the name's Bond, Dave Bond, right? <laughs> now, this, again, this is totally true. It's the only press clipping I've ever framed and it, it sits beside the TV in the front room and I don't think even Evangeline's first school photo will usurp its position, <laughs> pride of place, in, in the house. 66 to 1. Um, so there we go. That is true about me, but it does sound like I've made it up. What about you? Get in touch across the Absolute Radio socials. Good morning. It's not only your Tuesday, but it's National Dolphin Day. So we're asking you, what's true about yourself, but sounds made up? So many of you getting in touch. Thank you ever so much for doing so. Dave, my surname, it's not easy being perfect. His name's Michael Perfect. And people think he's making that up, but it is true. Mr. Someone Perfect. Mr. Perfect. Sounds like a Mr. Men. It is Mr. Men. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed, Michael. Um, Dave and the team, good morning. I named the Empire State Burger that's on the Weatherspoons menus nationwide. That's wow. come from Steph. It's been quite a Weatherspoons heavy show today, hasn't it? Yeah. Everyone's cut chomping at the bit to get out there um, Yvonne says this is true about me but people think I made it up I sold a shed to Chris Tarrant wow <laughs> okay, well that's the only word for it Emma I get, yeah I, get, <laughs> okay. I, I, I kind of believe it because I, I also think well, those are the ones why would you make that up why, why yeah. what would be what could possibly what could you possibly gain from starting a lie <laughs> like that <laughs> um, Kaz says I got offered a job in an international state circus, but turned it down because I'm scared of clowns. I can spin many plates, juggle and breathe fire, but clowns, they can just do one. That's from Cass. That's incredible, isn't it? Um, keep them coming across the Absolute Radio socials, or of course, you can always email me, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Good morning, you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. On your National Dolphin Day, we are six degrees away from what's true about you, but sounds made up. But joining us right now on line one is James. Good morning, James. Good morning, Dave. Um, it's great having you on the show. Uh, this is an incredible true story about you, but everybody for the last 20 years has been convinced you're just making it up. And... Speaking to you off air, you said, just to whet the appetite before we hear your story, that the thing you were working on at the time, you had no idea how big it was going to be. It's a television show, and your role on that television show, you were a runner, so you were kind of getting things going about doing what you were basically told to do. That's right, yeah. Okay. James, tell everybody the name of this now world-famous television programme. Teletubbies. Teletubbies. I mean, like, like, at an arm's length, this, I'm, I, I know you can't see me, but at arm's length, I can reach out and get this. Oh, my, I've turned it off because it's so annoying. 
Um, Teletubbies have entered my world in a big way recently. So you were a runner on the first series of the show. Yes, that's right, yeah. Okay, so obviously this is true, and people believe that because, you know, it's something that you did. Um, But tell everybody what you actually did in your role as runner. Well, one of my roles as a runner, that um, there's obviously a scene where the toaster would have a meltdown or flip out. And one of my jobs was to throw Teletubby toast at the Teletubbies. Oh, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) You've thrown Teletubby toast at the Teletubbies. Um, Did you have a particular favourite to throw toast at? Was there one of them you didn't like? Particularly was Poe a nightmare? What was going on? No, my favourite was Dipsy. <laughs> right, okay, your, so your favourite was Dipsy. Did you have a least favourite Teletubby, James? Yeah, Tinky Winky. Oh, <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> what a diva Tinky Winky is. We've all heard that in the industry, James. Um, <laughs> lovely having you on the show. Take good care of yourself. Love to the family. We'll speak to you real soon. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Dave. So there we go. What is true about you but sounds made up? Keep them coming across the Absolute Radio socials. And we'll have one more blast of this. Sharp Tinky Winky. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. On your National Dolphin Day, I'm asking, it should be a total fabrication, a lie, a porky, but no, it's true. Yes, I'm asking, what's true about you but sounds made up? Glenn, anything spring to mind? Uh, yeah, I, no one, no, no one in my friendship group believes this, um, and I, I kind of regret keeping it a secret until it was too late. But um, I was once uh, sacked from an American TV show uh, two days before I was due to fly out to America um, because they realised that the person I was playing was meant to be sixty years old. <laughs> and I, 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 I genuinely I've blanked that out of my mind completely but it, com- it came completely out of the blue I think someone in the cast had like been sacked and then needed a hurried replacement and then I inexplicably ended up getting cast in it and then um, I think people at a high level in the TV show were like no 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 the guy's meant to be 60 years old and this guy's like 22 <laughs> um, and, and I just I got, I, and then I got told like literally two days before I was going to fly to America and I thought my whole life was going to like completely change oh. and I'd also made the mistake of saying to like loads of my friends like sort of like ah you know you'll, you'll remember me in a few years bye guys yeah. and I said all my oh. goodbyes to everyone and then just had oh. to like come back tell between my it was it was oh. very embarrassing it could have been oh, your big Glenn. break I know, but do you know what? I never then heard anything, anything about that TV show. I've never seen it. I've do- I don't know what it's called or anything like that. So, wow. I, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. I it. love that you, you gather your you gather your friends around. I'm going to be a big star. Oh, just an FYI, never liked you. Never liked you. You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm off to LA. See you later. I'm off to become one of the youngest, most famous octogenarians the world has ever seen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Tip, everyone. Um, Adam's got in touch saying he has five kidneys. He was born with four and had a transplant in 2017. So now he has five. To just add another. (laughs) Congratulations, Adam. Um, Dave, I once shared a hot tub with Hans Zimmer. At his house in Malibu. Oh, <laughs> yes. I was on my honeymoon in 1991, staying with a friend in Malibu who knew Hans, and he invited us over, and we had drinks in the hot tub with him, says Kathy. Oh, wow. It's incredible truth about the yourself. creator of the Going for Gold theme tune music. Of course. Amazing. Of course, everyone what? always goes straight to Batman or Inception, but people yeah. forget that. His greatest work was Going for Gold. Um, Lucy says, Dave, I sold a car to Top Gear's Richard Hammond, he oh. drove my Subaru across Africa in Series 19. 
<laughs> of Top Gear. Wow. That yeah. is incredible. And it's true. It sounds made up, but it's true. Thank you, everybody, for these. We love them. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, a breakfast show coming to you entirely from self-isolation. And if you're looking for something to do, you want some company, then I suggest you download the daily podcast. You can get it from wherever you consume your podcast from. And um, what's been quite nice about these recent times, if there are any positives, is that you guys out there have been listening to the podcast and then been getting involved with the kind of text questions that we chuck out there after the actual event. And this is a lovely way of being able to pick up with things during the live show. So last week, we were talking about grown-up presents for children. Uh, many of you heard this on the podcast and have been getting in touch. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Thank you for doing so. And it would just be churlish of me not to want to bring these to the show. Uh, hey, Evie. <laughs> Sorry, my daughter's just woken up from a nap. Hello, sweetie. I'm just going to read some texts that people have sent in. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, you go over there and I'll do this. Dave, on my ninth birthday, with extremely high hopes for a new bike or a madness album, or a stack of confectionery, my grandparents got me gardening gloves and a book on shrubs. That's from Jason. <laughs> what do you think about that, Evie, for your second birthday? Gardening gloves? Yeah? Yes. That sound exciting? Dave, I was given a wine stopper and beer bottle opener for my christening present. I'm still not above the legal drinking age for England from Jarrett. Would you like yeah. a wine stopper? Going to come up here. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, that's my daughter's knee there, that clunk you just heard. Sorry, sweetie. When I was 12, I was given a copy of Hollywood Wives by Jackie Collins. My mum took it off me when I asked... My mum took it off me when I asked what turgid meant from Terry. <laughs> yes, exactly, Evie. When my sister and I were 10 and 13, an eccentric and slightly weird cousin bought us oven gloves for Christmas, but... Not a pair each, one each. And that's from Sarah. Um, thank you, Sarah. Thank you, everybody, for getting back involved. As I say, you can download the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Evie, thank you for your invaluable input into that. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's a Tuesday morning, and I want to ask you a question. Who is the greatest live music act ever? Tell me your thoughts at absoluteradio.co.uk. You could be winning yourself a Roberts Revival digital radio. Which is the live act you've seen that has sent tingles up and down the spine? Well, the presenters on this prestigious radio station have had their say. It's time to have a little guess who they opted for, team. Um, Chris Martin, early breakfast. What did Chris Martin go for? Ooh. Foo Fighters. Stone Roses. I'll go for his namesake, Coldplay. Oh, <laughs> ah, good. Sensible, sensible thinking. Uh, no, he's gone for Metallica. I would have gone oh, for Queen, no. but he's Left gone for field, Metallica. Yeah. What about Champers? Sarah Champion. Oh. Uh, blur. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes, uh, like a nine, uh, like a Brit pop. Pop. Fleetwood Mac. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah, good yeah. shout. Yeah. What about Tony Dibbin from Absolute Radio 70s? Who did he go for? <laughs> oh, um, Abba. Uh, status Abba. quo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, of course. He <laughs> He went for Deacon Blue from the Front Room Festival. <laughs> Didn't it? Oh, of yeah. course, yeah. Of course. Um, and as I've said before, what I love about the email that got sent round to everybody when we were asked this question is that just right at the bottom of the list, it says Emma Jones, Celine Dion. <laughs> Say it proud, sister. <laughs> Say it proud. Uh, let us know who you believe to be the greatest live music act ever at absoluteradio.co.uk. 
That's it. That's your lot for your Tuesday morning. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. As I always like to say, get in touch about anything you like via email. It is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Myself and the team are standing by to get you on air. The other thing I urge you to do, of course, is download the daily podcast. You can get it from wherever you get your podcasts from. And these are the suggestions for names today. I was meant to be playing this little banjo every time someone said something podcast name worthy, but I decided to spare you that. We've got the world's most disappointing Easter egg hunt that happened in Glenn Moore's house over the bank holiday weekend. We've got Pickleback which is the name of a drink I've been recommending because of my love and fascination with all things Elsewood. We've got I'm Never Sleeping in the Shed Again. That's a story from Matt Dyson's actual life. Vox Popping the Fonz, that came up early doors today. (laughs) And finally, a very Weatherspoons heavy show. Team, what do you think? I think very Weatherspoons heavy show because it really does give a sign of things to come. Yeah, it's a sign of the times. Um, I accept that as the name of the podcast. Go and search it out. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. Stay safe, stay in, and know this. We'll be back tomorrow, 6am. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.